Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Luna Love of the Podcast acknowledges the traditional owners of the land on which this podcast is recorded, the Araqual people of the Bunjalung Nation, and pays respects to elders past, present, and emerging. I'm your host, Jordana Levine. In today's episode, we're going to be exploring the Leo full moon. But before we jump into it, let's have a look at what else is going on astrologically at the moment. So we have the sun in Aquarius. I've done a full podcast episode on that for Aquarius season. I'll link to that in the show notes of this episode. So you can go and have a listen if you have not yet. We also have Saturn in Aquarius. It's spending its final few degrees there until it shifts out of Aquarius where it's been since December 2020 and moves into Pisces. That's all happening in early March. Venus, the planet of love and beauty, has just moved into Pisces. And overall, it should feel pretty bloody lovely unless... You don't really like romance and poetry and dreamy fantasy, nebulous creativity, which I know a lot of people don't. But if that kind of sounds like a dream to you, that is Venus in Pisces. Venus has just spent the last couple of months moving through Capricorn, which is kind of like when Venus is in Capricorn, the energy is like, I'm too busy and focused for you right now, right? And then it moved into Aquarius, which we kind of spoke about in the Aquarius episode, where it's like, oh my God, can you just give me some space to breathe? (laughs) Neither sign makes Venus terribly happy. Both signs are ruled by Saturn and Venus feels restricted in Saturnian energy, unable to exert her true Venusian beauty and femininity. But in Pisces, She's exalted, which basically means she's in her highest expression. Yeah, Pisces, Venus is happy in Pisces. She can be the romantic daydreamer if she so pleases. And this is kind of the last opportunity that Pisces is going to be able to really express her true uninhibited self because As we know, Saturn moves into Pisces in early March. Yeah. And that is got that transit's going to happen until 2026. And well, Pisces just isn't going to feel the same for a while. Yeah. So if you have personal planets in Pisces, so Sun, Moon, Rising, Venus, Mars, Mercury, you're going to feel Saturn in there. It's going to feel. 
look, it can manifest in different ways and it's going to depend on your own chart, obviously, but there's almost like a restriction, discipline. Saturn's restriction and discipline can sometimes come from a place of fear. And if you've got planets like your sun or your moon or even your rising in there, which is sort of about self-expression, right? Your moon, your moon is your emotional expression, but your sun and your rising is like your self-expression, right? They're going to feel a little inhibited from March until 2026. Yeah, so it's something to be conscious of. It's not a it's not a sentence I'm giving you. It's something to be conscious of. But we do have these few weeks while Venus is in Pisces to like really feel the beautiful, beautiful energy of Pisces. So what do we do with this? <laughs> what does this mean, George? Stop saying things. Look, it's like, let's go all in on romance. And I can't believe I'm saying this because I'm sure that it's going to create a few collisions. And I'm always super conscious of not steering people in a detrimental direction. So please have discernment with what I'm about to say. Okay. (laughs) Promise me. With Venus in Pisces over the next few weeks, you might want to tell your crush how you feel. Yeah. Be vulnerable in your relationships. Execute that big romantic gesture. Be spontaneous. And if you're manifesting love, visualize the shit out of it. Yeah. So very Pisces. Meditate on it. Visualize it. Daydream about it. Feb 15, day after Valentine's, Neptune is conjunct Venus. Yeah. Super, super brief transit. Yeah. But this energy is like Venus in Pisces on crack. So everything I've just said about Venus in Pisces, it's going to be amplified on Feb 15. But note this. Yeah. This is the caveat. What literally sweeps you off your feet could disappear at the speed of light. Oh, not literally, figuratively. (laughs) What figuratively sweeps you off your feet, unless you are like literally falling head over heels. But what sweeps you off your feet could disappear at the speed of light once Venus moves on, yeah? So just keep your peepers open and your wits about you. Can you tell I have Capricorn in the seventh house? I want to just tell you to go all in, but I also just want to give you the facts. Yeah. And I want you to be strategic about this. Another little transit to keep your eye on is Mars square Venus. This will happen from Feb 1 to Feb 6. And squares classically produce tension. I mean, there's so many different ways to interpret this. And again, it's going to be different depending on your own placements. But intuitively, I'm feeling some combativeness that could come up, but it could also be sexual tension, maybe frustration, maybe even anticipation. Yes, that is way sexier. Let's go with that. Sexual anticipation, yeah, could reach its um, climax on the 6th, which also happens to be the Leo full moon. Hello, full moon booty call. That is one interpretation. Also, remember the thing I said about combativeness. All right, (laughs) let's move on. All right, the Leo full moon is happening on Monday, the 6th of Feb at 5.28 a.m. in Sydney. Sunday, the 5th of Feb at 6.28 p.m. in London. 
1.28pm in New York. And just because I've had a bunch of Canadian clients this week for natal chart readings, 10.28 in Vancouver. Canada, you've got a very big country. I had to pick one city. We went with Vancouver. I bloody love me some Leo. Always an interesting expression of the moon though, because Leo rules the sun. So even when Leo's in the moon, there's this like solar energy that happens to La Luna. Yeah, Leo lights her up. It lights us up. And you remember how during the Cancer full moon episode, I spoke of Cancer's need to go inward, get introspective, crawl into her protective shell. Yeah, and I kind of encouraged you guys to do the same. Well, Leo is a reaction to this. Because you did go into your shell, because you stayed at home, right? Like I told you to, (laughs) and get introspective, you have recharged. Now it's time to express yourself. Leo is all about showcasing the personality in the light of the sun, but in this case, the light of the full moon. Leo says a big fat yes to life. And this is always something that stuck with me concerning Leo. And I want to share it with you because it kind of rides on the coattails of what we're experiencing with Aquarius season two. You know how Leos are usually quite extroverted, unashamed to just shine their light. They're playful, creative, warm, generous. Well, that's because Leos trust the world. It trusts that the universe is loyal to it, just as Leo is loyal to everyone and everything. Leo trusts life. And when you trust life, you're brave and courageous enough to hop on stage in the spotlight and perform your God darn truth in spoken word performance or interpretive dance. Yeah, that is Leo. Leo is happy as long as there is a stage in which to express themselves creatively. And this is why Leos are often entertainers. This is their means of creative self-expression, dancing, singing, acting, painting, designing, storytelling. And it doesn't just have to be the entertainment industry, right? All of those things that I've just said, maybe not the singing, (laughs) and the painting, but everything else can also come out in the workplace, right? Whether you're in a corporate job or a creative job, the closer the distance between performer and audience, the better, because this allows for Leo's favorite thing, instantaneous feedback. (laughs) Another integral strategy for Leo and important for us to know under this full moon, it's play. Yeah. At the root of this is the ability to feel childlike joy, innocence, and spontaneity without the fear of criticism or judgment. Yeah, we can all take notes from Leo here. I personally find play really hard. It's not that I'm not fun. Ask anyone. I am a fun time. But I I really do have to consciously find ways to have fun, have ways to play, Even as a kid, like even as a kid, I found it hard. And I've always wondered what that was about until I looked into my natal chart um, and I have Saturn in the fifth house, right? The fifth house is the Leo house. It's the house of creativity. And Saturn, much like I was speaking about Saturn in Pisces before, 
um, when Saturn's in the fifth, it can be quite restrictive. Yeah, there's almost like this responsibility and maturity that can dampen the free flow of creativity and play. Now, for me, not so much with creativity, although I am very self-conscious when I put something out there creatively. Sometimes I can't just like be in my full expression of it. But I've really seen how Saturn has restricted me when it comes to play. Anyway. That's a little bit off topic, but play is something we really want to be consciously doing and incorporating um, under this full moon. The last thing I want to note, Ray Leo, is their heart energy. Yeah, everything comes from the heart with Leo. They are heart-centered creatures. Their warmth, their pride, their loyalty, their desire to put on a four-act play (laughs) all comes from the heart. Yes, sometimes the ego, but mostly with the intention to bring joy from their heart to yours. This isn't a Leo season episode yet, so I'm I'm not going to go too much more into Leo. We will do that when Leo season comes around. But what I'm interested in relaying to you is how this Leo energy translates to the full moon and what we can do to make the most of it. So let's look at it from the perspective of this Leo full moon and how we might be experiencing this energy. Like I said before, there are many notes that we can take from Leo. There's many notes we can take from all of the signs. But celebrating self is probably the biggest, yeah? It's about harnessing a childlike innocence, incorporating play, standing confidently in your self-expression, These are wonderful, wonderful suggestions under this full moon. We're not shrinking into our shell like we did with the Cancer full moon. We're stepping onto the stage directly under the spotlight, the moonlight even. (laughs) If If just hearing that has scared the shit out of you, more reason to put yourself out there. Of course, I don't mean a literal stage unless that's your thing and this is the nudge you need. Consider yourself nudged. But rather, I mean celebrating who you are, putting yourself out there. Perhaps there is a stage, but perhaps it's on social media. Perhaps it's putting yourself out there on the dating scene. Perhaps it's simply stepping outside your house if you've been hermiting. Wait, is that a word? That's not a word. (laughs) I think I just made hermit a verb. Um, You know what I mean. If you've been quite reclusive, the underlying energy of what you are showcasing is pride and a really healthy expression of pride, like being proud of yourself, owning your authenticity, stepping out in your truth. Now, we do have uh, a little bit of chaos thrown into this full moon. Mm, Chaos. Prob's not the right word. Um... Flavor, (laughs) a layer of flavor. Uh, Uranus, our mate Uranus, is forming a T-square with the sun and the moon. Don't worry about what that means. Just know this. Uranus is the planet of change and freedom and awakening. Yeah, which I don't know, actually sounds pretty great, right? But a square is a sign of tension and it's squaring both the sun and the moon. I'm not I'm actually not as concerned with the square to the sun because the sun is in Aquarius and Aquarius rules Uranus, so it's familiar energy. But in terms of the moon, well we all know good awakenings happen once we can see things from a different perspective. But sometimes we don't know we need to 
see it from a different perspective until things are shaken up a little, right? You feel me? <laughs> so what does that mean? Uh, in order to see things differently, something needs to change, right? And that's the role of Uranus under this full moon. Thanks for coming, mate. Who invited you? <laughs> Not me. Is Uranus going to make the change for you? Mm, maybe, but probs not. That's up to you. But it might show you what needs to change. And if you ignore it, well, that's on you, mate. It could be an epiphany. It could be an unexpected abrupt change in something that has been coasting along comfortably. It could be anything, really. It's Uranus. <laughs> yeah, stay open-minded. But my advice is to... Consider acting under this full moon. I don't mean performing acting. I mean taking action. It is a fire moon. It's Leo. And yes, we usually surrender under a full moon. But remember, releasing is an action too. So perhaps all you need to do is let go of something. Check in with your heart. Ask it what you should do. And look, you're going to know. Yeah, trust that you're going to know. Don't let pride get in the way of progression simply because making a change makes you feel vulnerable, scared, uncomfortable. Insert any excuse here. Also, don't be scared. (laughs) I just want to explain the difference between like a Uranus change and like a, uh, um, I was going to say Scorpio change, a Pluto change. Very different changes, right? The change with Pluto is a transformation, yeah? It usually happens through the death and rebirth cycle. A Uranus change can be quite abrupt, erratic, seemingly coming out of nowhere. I think I prefer those kinds of changes. Anyway, you decide. (laughs) Just in case you were wondering. You probably weren't. That's cool. Let's move on. All right, let's look at ways we can work with this Leo full moon. I spoke before about stepping outside of your comfort zone. Well, to do this, we require courage, right? Leo the lion is courageous and strong, yet soft, like a little putty cat. So try bravery with this energy, but try finding a softness in your strength. Sometimes it's the heavy armor we think is required to be brave that deters us from stepping into the unknown. Do as Madonna does and express yourself. I wanted to sing it. I wanted to sing it. I had a moment of, do I sing it? Do I not sing it? Do we even talk about Madonna anymore? Is she relevant? Express yourself. (laughs) This is going to look different for everyone, but I recommend something that gives you full body tingles. Dancing is great, whether it's in the kitchen, at a class, or on the D floor at the club. Sorry, I won't talk like that again. Um, If dancing isn't your thing, maybe it's painting or drawing. Maybe it's creative writing or belting out a tune or I don't know. You decide what allows you to express yourself. And while you're doing that, praise yourself. Drop any thoughts you just had about ego when I said that. Praising yourself and being proud of yourself is a virtue and we need to be doing more of it. If you have a group of friends you feel super close to, it might be really nice under this full moon to hold a little full moon circle and go around and say one thing that you are proud of about yourself and one piece of praise for each person in the circle. Oh my God, that sounds so nice. I'm going to do that. 
If you are interviewing for a job or own your own business, it's also a great time to promote and publicize yourself. If you get stuck, bring yourself back to your heart and radiate authenticity and you, my friend, will be just fine. Trust me. Lastly, passion projects and passionate romance. I've spoken about the heart a lot with Leo and passion is definitely a part of this. Dial up the passion in your relationship under this full moon. Remember, we do have Venus in Pisces at this time as well. Do this by expressing what it is you desire. And if you're single, take note of who sparks a flame within you. It might not be who you imagined it would be. This goes for projects too. Take note what things in your life you feel passionate about and do more of that, even if it doesn't logically make sense right now. All right, that's your Leo full moon info, my friends. Uh, What else do I need to tell you about things? Natal chart readings, they're pretty much booked up for Feb. I I don't apologize. I'm very happy and proud of myself for booking out my calendar in February. I have had to go a bit light in February. I've got a few family things going on, um, but March is full steam ahead. There are still a few spots left in Feb. Hopefully they are still there by the time this episode is. Um, But if not, and you're like, oh my God, March is so far away. Just book yourself in because the months are booking up in advance and March will get here eventually. It always does. <laughs> if you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your friends. Um, I am fine with word of mouth, but if you want to be a little bit more public about it and a little bit more Leo, which I would very much be appreciative of, please share it on social media. You can tag me at Jordana Levine and you can tag Luna Lover at Luna double underscore lover. You may have noticed I've started to pick up my game on Instagram slowly but surely. Mars is out of retrograde, Mercury is out of retrograde and Jords is back on Instagram. Now, there is still a bit of an overhaul happening to Instagram. Like I said, it will happen in March, but I didn't want to hold off until then. So posts are becoming more frequent and I'm quite interactive on stories. Yeah, so I will put a question box up after this Leo full moon if you've got any questions Um, and you can ask me anything when those question boxes are up, but make sure you jump on. All right, I'll see you guys next week. We've got a special episode all about uh, the basics of your natal chart so you can understand your own natal chart a lot better, a lot easier. Uh, I think there's ways to simplify it. It can be like super confusing when you first look at it. So I'm just going to walk you through the basics of understanding it. Until then, I'm Jordana Levine and you've been listening to Luna Lover, the podcast. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.